0: Rubicon is the longest con! It's Amigos, episode 327. (laughs) Hi everybody, welcome to Amigos. I'm John. (laughs) And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're gonna be talking about Rubicon. Duel! Now, Aaron, tell me about your greatest con experience. Oh my god. You mean like work at an angle? Yeah. I'll no, 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 no. Actually, no. That's not what I mean at all. Oh.
1: I mean, you're... So this is some sort of nice con. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm talking about your favorite convention experience.
1: Oh, wow. That's way that? off Because I had plenty of material <laughs> for that other one. Let's see. Convention experience. So I haven't been to a ton of conventions, Boaster. I've been to your uh, Gen Con. Yeah. I've been to your uh, Huntington uh, retro gaming con. What's that thing called? That's the Huncon. Is that? No, it's not Huncon. That's not what it's called. You made that up. <laughs> I've been to that gimmick in Columbus. Korgs. Uh, Korgs. That's a con. And of course, I've been to Charcon many times. Mm-hmm. So I'd say Charcon is probably my home con. You've never been to a Trek con. I have not. No, I've never been to a Trek. The child
0: has though, right?
1: I doubt it. He's he not, has
0: some signed merch.
1: Yeah, well, he did go. That was a Comic-Con. I oh, went to one of those, okay. too. I did go to a Comic-Con. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, CharCon, your favorite con? Well, I mean, I'm comfortable with that because I've been to it so many times. Although, I haven't been for several years since the unpleasantness set in. Yeah. Listen, I go to CharCon. I get uh, in the tournament, take home a bunch, big stack of games, mm-hmm. smack around some uh, would-be gamers. They think they can go. They can't go. Mm-mm. Now, I've never won, but... <laughs> I'm in the top ten every time. Of well, the- you
0: you travel with a winner, though. Your, d- your brother.
1: <laughs> you, have to, you have to bring that up. You're, you talk about a con. You know, he won the uh, Settlers of Catan qualifier to go to Gen Con. Yeah. So we got a free pass up there, and I got to go to the Gen Con, like, uh, what would you call it? I want to say pisser, but it's more like a mixer, mm-hmm. right? And... Free, you get a bunch of drink coupons, and a bunch of those geeks don't drink, so they were giving me theirs. Wow. So I took care of business up there. Can we
0: say pisser on this podcast? I think
1: so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean people know, but they got good and good and toasty up there at, at the old uh, Gen Con. But the problem is, I'm going to cause some controversy here, you know, because I like Settlers of Catan. Sure, and I know the rules. I've played a million games, mm-hmm. right? and Brent, it's what Brent's good at it too, obviously. When you get to the big table, that's when literally the actual cons start. Mm. We had a couple of hosers in the table from the Great White North. They were teaming up. They were working mm. you together. Can't, you can't do that. Oh, they that's did. That's the
0: spirit of the game. They were
1: working an angle. And ultimately, they ended up winning the game. One of the two hose heads won. And they, they hosed the Brent. He got, got jobbed out at this tournament. Mm. It was a ridiculous. And I sat there. I could see what was going on. so did Brent. But uh, what are you gonna do? Free booze, free trip to Gen Con. It's not like I was ever gonna go.
0: I'm not gonna pay that big money. Mm. Those cons ain't cheap, brother. No, no. You know, uh, speaking of cons, uh, there's gonna be a uh, there's gonna be a con coming our way later on here in the news that you might want to stick around for. Mm. But Aaron, before we get into that, let's talk about this week's Amiga news. So Aaron, we're gonna kick things off with the uh, World of Commodore 2021. Holy smokes. Now, this is something that uh, that uh, Frank told us about, right? Well, I knew about this, but uh, but, but yeah, I, it snuck up on me.
1: The World of Commodore takes place up in the Great White North. No bad-mouthing in the previous segment with the hosers. <laughs> we love the Canadians, but those particular Canadians were hose heads. Go ahead.
0: Now, this is a, it's a obviously, this is a place where speakers, exhibitors, vendors, the whole deal they all come together they descend. to uh to celebrate the world of Commodore yeah. and uh, the one and only Retro Rewind is going to be amongst them oh, this yes. year. Now this is going to take place over in Mississauga, Ontario. Well said. Yeah. I mean, once you go there, why go anywhere else? That's a cool name. It isn't is, it? is that it is. you think that's a Native
1: American, Mississauga? I, I would
0: I would wager I like that as that. the case. Uh, over at the Admiral Inn. Man. Yeah. Don't ever
1: stay at the Private Inn, by the <laughs> way. I, I, don't, I don't suggest that, but
0: Admiral, you can go there. Now, I guess the uh, this looks like the uh, this is sponsored in much the same way that the Glenside Computer Club sponsors Cocoa Fest. huh. looks like the Toronto Pugnacious User Group, otherwise known as the Toronto Pet Users Group, right, is behind this event. So uh, you can go over to their website, which is TPUKG uh, dot c-a. I'd, I'd say that again. TPUG dot ca. Yeah. Uh, you can join up with the Toronto Pet Users Group. You can see what's been going on in their world, and uh, you can check out and book your tickets for The World of Commodore, which is taking place uh, tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, book them quick. (laughs) Yeah, book them quick. (laughs) If you're watching live. But uh, they are going to be streaming uh, Zoom 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Oh, man. Uh, An all-day affair. So I may try and uh, duck in on that and see what's going on. You know, I will say this. Uh, If if, uh, Mm
1: retrorewind.ca is going to be in attendance, this isn't some Mickey Mouse affair. He doesn't just drag all the goodies... Round to um, ho- some ho- like hose head deal. It only takes the big deal. Plus, this is the world of Commodore, the world. The world of Commodore. You know, so very cool. I like the fact that they're doing it. The one thing about the unpleasantness that everyone has suffered through is that of this, uh, the idea of broadcasting your con for everyone to watch has become a big, a more intricate part. Remember when you, the first time you went to Ireland, it was almost a mm. uh, novel right. at the time that you guys were doing that. Right. And now, it's been embraced. Well, it's well I mean I shouldn't say it like that. embraced.
0: <laughs> it's uh you know, it's, it's 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 being done. It's the jury's still out on if it's done well all the time.
1: It's a it's a it's but hard though, isn't it? Is.
0: It is. It's it's a very hard thing to do a good job streaming. But I believe in these guys. <laughs> well trust us, we know. I've always <laughs> I've always believed in the t The I, I like the fact that there's a user group devoted to the
1: pet. Yeah. Holy smokes, that's yeah. a devoted bunch. Yeah. I wonder what the average age of that group is. Boy,
0: you think Coco Talk trends No old. kidding, because yeah.
1: man, the pet, <laughs> holy smokes. Have you ever seen a pet, in, like a live one? No, never. No, have I, you? I have, but it was a long, long time ago, like hmm. school year's time. Oh, wow. It was way back.
0: Yeah, i never, never seen one in person. I'd love to have one. They're mega bucks these oh, days. Oh, yeah, so
1: forget mega it, mega bucks.
0: So, anyway, make sure you check out the tpug.ca site and uh, attend, if you may, yeah. World of Commodore 2021. And we probably should just go ahead and roll this in to talking about the sponsor, one of the sponsors of World of Commodore, Retro Rewind. So, you know, Retro Rewind has been with us for a long time, is the official sponsor of where really yeah. And uh, they continue to impress with their selection of products and their award-winning customer service. Correct. We got a message on our Discord from the one and only Rushi yes. today, with he's he's unwrapped a large package of uh, goodies from Retro Rewind, including a Lego minifig. <laughs> I don't know if that was part of the package or not, but he was in there.
1: And yeah, Rushi is is a uh, what I would call a grade A consumer. But... Yes. He's not just throwing his uh, considerable water around to some duds. No. He's only paying for the top shelf. Keep in mind, he's over in Germany, mm-hmm. but he sent
0: over to retroreviewline.ca because he knew they were top shelf. That's right. If you're going to order, if you feel skittish, if you've been burned in the Skittish. past good. by uh, by you know your online Commodore buying uh, site storefronts, mm. uh, you may want to consider shifting your allegiance over to Retro Rewind because Frank and his team will not let you down. Uh, they love what they do, and as they say in the biz, they service what they sell. That's right, Boat. In fact, uh, this is the only a
1: place where you can get the goods. Mm-hmm. You send your goods to Get Fixed. You know, I've got a a whole slew of Amigas at the house Mm -hmm. that need the business done to them. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is, you know, because I'm so cheap, I'm going to actually send them up to Frank to get them done on the
0: cheap. Mm -hmm. Because not only does Frank do the stuff right, but he does it super cheap. Yeah. That's what I like. That's what I like, too. And he's got new products up all the time. Uh, just uh, this past couple weeks, he's got the Gotek floppy emulator. He's selling Retro Rewind branded Goteks. Very good. Uh, he's got. Uh, there's something called the C64 Case Saver. Now, this is kind of an interesting thing that I haven't seen before. Uh, what this does is it actually protects your case. Uh, to, uh, to, you know, you've got you've got screw posts or cracking and stuff like that. Uh, what this thing does is that you've got clips that keep your case secure. So I guess the cases these days, Aaron, are starting to break down. They do. We saw that as yours took a tumble because of a rogue cat. Oh, man. you're in your house.
1: You know, it's funny. I was gifted a Vio this week. Remember Sony Vio? Yeah, yeah. It's got a little gimmick on the back that holds, that slides over the USB. I went like, Ting, and it broke off my hand. <laughs> <laughs> right, and the, and the Sony Vita is much newer than the yeah. Amigas. So yeah, when you, when it's, when
0: somebody's selling replacement tabs and whatnot, I go to work, get them, absolutely, and they cheap too. So we do appreciate Retro Rewind, and we want to make everybody aware that he is running a special promotion over the holiday season. Indeed, uh, Frank and his team are giving back to the local uh, Toronto community, uh, and you can help by using the promo code TIS Amigos at checkout. What that does is it lets Frank know to deduct a portion of your sale to the Daily Daily Bread Food Bank. Boy, that's easy for you to say. And uh, it also, uh, there's a little friendly competition between all of the shows that Frank sponsors. You know, us, ARG, uh, Sprite Castle. Uh, All of these shows are sort of competing against each other to who can raise the most money. And whichever show does raise the most money for that food bank, Frank's going to give out two $50 gift certificates. So... Make sure you use that promo code TISAMIGOS at checkout. Save yourself 10% and do some good over the holiday season. I figure since
1: I'm on two shows of the bunch, because you got us, Flack, Pixel Gaiden, right? Mm -hmm. I have a 50 fifty chance of taking taking it to the top.
0: Yeah. I I like my odds, brother. I like your odds too, man. So we do appreciate Retro Rewind, and we encourage you to check them out, retrorewind.ca. Moving on down the line, Aaron, we've got a couple stories that are related to games this week. All right. They come to us from the one and only Indie Retro News, oh, our man. favorite site for new Amiga news uh, game updates. Now, this is a new update to the Scorpion engine, Aaron. The Scorpion engine is used on so many new Amiga games. You know, it's it's one of these, the, it's sort of calling card if you compare it to something like the Red Pill uh, engine, which, you know, crap. Oh, uh, now listen, it's is, only as good as how you use no, it. No, right? it's not. The Scorpion Engine is good even if you don't know what you're doing. How do you know? These people are skilled, Bo, skilled. I really don't know anything about it. Uh, he doesn't. But ignore that. Here's the thing. Uh, the Scorpion Engine, the games that come out, they're mostly for your lower end Amigas, your 1200s or 5000s. You don't need a 4000 with a Blizzard Accelerator to make these games go. Mm. And uh, the uh, the writer of this engine. His name is Erock I believe. Uh, he's posted some footage of a Scott Pilgrim game in development on Twitter. What do yeah. you think about that, man?
1: Well, you know, uh, I know that was a very popular comic series. Did you like that? I didn't read the comics. Oh, okay. I did see the film, mm-hmm. which was dumb. Yeah. But I know people love the film. Uh, well, they double love it.
0: They, it's got that guy in it everybody likes. It's got
1: the dude. Michael Cesario. I like that guy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, right, it's not the worst movie, but uh, it's just, it's it's one of these looks that tries real hard to give you the fan service you crave. Right. You know, I like it more, I like to be a little more subtle. Yeah, yeah. Well, know?
0: it's got the same problem, the comics have the same problem that Ready Player One did. That which it's, is, it's very yeah. similar. Yeah, where it's like, hey, it's this thing from the 80s, yeah, remember? Yeah, get it, get yeah. it, wink. Yeah. You know, that new movie that just came out,
1: Eat bit Christmas. it looks oh very gosh. similar. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we get ya, Bing. It's like, I got it, it's fan service,
0: right. got it. Right, right no good Correct. but still hey new game so yeah new game uh, Ear Rock and hey I'll play a new beat em up how do you know that's
1: Ear Rock and not eric
0: Ear Rock. e-a-r-o-k oh okay
1: it looked like eric to well me, his I real think. name's
0: eric but nobody calls him that
1: oh <laughs> there you go sorry I did yeah
0: All right, our next story, Aaron, is about one of your favorite games of all time. Yeah. The Briley Witch Chronicles, Oh, man. Now, you wax poetic about how your undying love for this game.
1: Well, listen, I don't hate the game. It's like, who am I? I'm just some schlub. It's just not my cup of tea. Now, that much said, despite my disinterest in it, it's gotten rave reviews from the people it's made for. JRPG, like, maniacs. They love it. They can't get enough
0: of it. Well, if you're a JRPG maniac... And you own an Amiga, you're in luck because this game, the Briley Witch Chronicles, is being ported to the Amiga. Uh oh. Boom. <laughs>
2: So. <laughs> hey,
0: this means it may
1: cross my path somewhere down the line. That's right. But, Bo, that's you right. love these games, don't you? Aren't yeah, you a big geek for Yeah, I'm not these? the
0: one that comes down on it like a ton of bricks every time it gets finished. Well, you come down on everything else. Why can't I have one? I'm not saying you can't. Are you going to get in get in on the sweet action? I probably will. I'll probably get in on the sweet It looks like
1: action. you would love it because it's got little cutesy characters and animals, and they're all talking to each other, and they're having little tea parties. It looks great, Bo. You're, get in there.
0: Man, you're burial of this thing. So, if you're into the Briley Witch Chronicles, uh, you look forward to. Now it looks like this is just an announcement. It's just an announcement. Not uh, nothing has uh, has been set in stone, but uh, the 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 porting has commenced. Sarah Jane Avery has announced on Twitter that the porting has commenced. So we've got that to look forward to. Yeah,
1: and there's going to definitely be sequels to this. Yeah, I know. I saw numbers on what she sold in this, and she sold quite a few. So she's doing. She's taking it to the bank. Hey, listen, who am I? She's going to the money bank, so clearly there's a market out there for little critters having tea parties and walking around the woods.
0: Coming up next, Tales of Gorluth 3, Aaron. (laughs)
1: This is right up your alley, Boat. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) So this is a game that is, it's kind of like, you know, I watched some of this video. Yeah, you did? and, And this has got, people wonder why people that aren't, like, mega fans of the, the CD32 look at the system and they say, man, this is sort of not great. Because Tales of Warluth looks like The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. Yeah. But imagine Gosh, if the frame rate was cut in by, like, a, a quarter. So if it ran, at, say, like, 15 frames per second. But it's in development, right? Uh, I mean... Well, no, this is the final game. Oh. Uh, it's just being ported into the CD32. It does okay? Look, looks okay. It yeah, I mean, it looks fine... Okay, that looks a little, yeah, but I mean, it could be the internet. Yeah, we'll blame it on the internet. It's not the cd Maybe, hey, time. listen, this is a good opportunity for those folks that have an accelerated gimmick. So this is, uh yeah, this is a full-screen action RPG in glorious 320 by 256 that doesn't just feature brand new monsters, traps, treasures, and riddles, but also brand new boss fights and an emotional story. Nice. In German or English. Nice. i it in German. Yeah. Noise, I like it, man. So, uh, you are. Yeah, uh, this is available right now over at the Amy shop. Let's see what Ooh, this is going. for. that sounds for, pretty cool. Aaron. Amy Works eh? twenty four so thirty seven. That right. seems So under thirty dollars, twenty four euro, um, and you get yourself a jewel case. You get the disc. Hey. If this th- kind of game is your bag and you are a CD32 fanatic, or it also works, of course, we should also mention it works on Amiga CD-ROM, no, too, well, for those dozen people that have a me, CD-ROM. Yeah, so but
1: nowadays, to. tons of people have. Let me cool. ask you a question about okay, this man. game, Boat. Now, we just talked about the Briley Ridge Witch Chronicles, mm-hmm. right? And then this is uh, in a similar vein of game, right? Now, you love your Zeldas, right, and all that jive. You love your JRPGs. What about this? What if, now listen, hold on, let me finish. Mm-hmm. Okay. What if you, okay, granted, it's a little, it looks a little logy. all right? But let's say you emulate it, you crank that sucker up, it runs at a good speed. You
0: could get into a game like this. And you're sort of bearing it, but you could actually get into it. Well, it, it depends. I mean, I listen, I'm willing to give this thing a shot. If right. this thing got gets picked for us by the game selection committee, yeah. I'm going to give it a go. Maybe it's great. Yeah. But from the video posted on Indie Retro News... It doesn't exactly fill me with enthusiasm. It says
1: it's an award-winning franchise. Now I believe it.
0: Listen, how many of those you're going to get? We're an award-winning it? podcast.
1: Well, we won one award one time. the point is, this could be good. We're, I mean, I'm not going to ba- just like the Browley Witch thing. It sounds like I buried it, but it's not my bag. Okay. But for people that like this sort of thing, now all of a sudden it's like a glory time. For it them. is a glory time. They're getting all the action they want. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the Browley Witch thing's huge. This thing, this series has been quite popular, right? Mm-hmm. Over mostly overseas, you could this could be the games that you really dig because you don't like everything. Yeah. I don't,
0: so I'm just saying. I I'm going to reserve judgment because we may we may 3, cross that maybe game. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. All right, Aaron. And rounding out our news segment, we have a new synthwave tribute album that's coming out. You know, these music albums are just coming hot and heavy. And uh, this one is all uh, dedicated to the music from Delphine's games. Okay, Delphine is definitely one of those um, one of those studios that really cranked out the tunes. Is it? Uh, yeah, we remember we played uh, the um, the one game where you're in a dystopian future. That and game, some, yeah, I remember that. But like, I'm thinking of
1: the... their other games. I don't remember thinking to myself. My God, the music in this is outstanding. I,
0: I definitely don't remember any sort of memorable tunes from Cruise for a Corpse, for example.
1: Well, I was thinking like uh, Flashback. Did that thing have awesome tunes in it that I don't remember? What well, had it
0: had kind of a mood music, you know, something like that?
1: That's not Euro synthwave, is it? Well, is I that think what you your... could make
0: it synthwave. You know, It's This was remixed audio. This is remixed audio, this is is this remixed this? audio oh, in a Synthwave fashion. You can tell that it's Ooh, going to be great. look Look at how many scan lines are on the screen right now. Yeah. That means it's authentic and retro. The, what's that have to do with the sound? It's got everything to do with it. Synthwave is as much about the visual arts as I'm it not, is about but this the is audio But But is isn't this an audio CD? Well, it's an audio CD, but it's got a teaser that's in video as well. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, that's so, neat. Anyway, if you want to check this out, uh, head on over to the YouTube channel. The, the name of the YouTube channel is Generation Delphine. And uh, you can check out the teaser. I guess there are multiple teasers. This is teaser number two we're looking at right now. Uh, I am a fan. Are you a fan of synthwave music? Now, see, we forgot they did that. They did that
1: game there. The uh, L, the the what was that? Uh, Future Shock. Yeah. Future, Future Wars. Future Wars. Yeah. And we like that. That had that did have some decent. T- That's what I'm talking about. I like about. Delphine. I yeah. like them as a studio. I don't. I don't know. I like Synthwave. I think.
0: Yeah. So you know, so
1: it might be good. What's the What's I, the cost well, of this here's band? Is, the this
0: thing. A, is this a This is a very early release because I looked on here and there's no pricing. They're not doing a Kickstarter or anything like that. They just say follow us on our social media. It's one of I those say, deals. So right. more information forthcoming. What's I'm your sure. opinion on Synthwave? Oh, I love it. I love it. Can you give me an example of a Synthwave? Synthwave is like where you take music from Saved by the Bell, which you I know, hate that show. It's like. That the interstitial music and yeah. you slow it down and you give it a little warble. That sounds horrible. And then what you do is you get some old VHS tapes of the mall from the 80s and yeah. you add lots of post-processing so it looks like the VHS tape's getting mangled. But again, this is an audio album, isn't it? Well, Synthwave, it's an, it's an it's a it's a pure sensory experience. How much of what you've told
1: me in the past five minutes is just you making crap up? Trust me. Ask the chat. That is what Synthwave is. I can't is. see the chat, but I'll take your word I, for I it. I had it on
0: purpose. <laughs> so. What the Generation Delphine, a synthwave tribute to Delphine Software. Check it out. Uh, I'm sure we'll report on this story again.
1: Hey, you know, before we move on, i got to ask you a question. Okay, man. This week, they did this gimmick on YouTube, right, where they took away how many dislikes you can see. Yeah. What your opinion? Horrible. And it better be right. Okay, Horrible. correct answer. Horrible what idea. What a stupid idea Yeah. from a stupid stupid bunch of stupids mm-hmm. because you can't tell what's going on. Now how am I going to know what not to like?
0: Yeah. I've got to figure it out on my own. If I'm watching, because a lot of times when I, what do you look up on YouTube? Like my record player won't work. You know, you want to fix something. You can click on a video and if it's got one like and 870 dislikes, you know immediately this is not what's going to help you.
1: That's right. It's exactly like I was looking for apps for my phone for that camera gimmick, Mm -hmm. right? So I looked up videos, camera gimmick, Right. right? And then you're right. If, if a guy gets 500 dislikes, and his advice is, shove up your butt. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to click on that. That's what they tell you. You don't want to look at that. Right. A stup-
0: this is the perfect example of these companies tweaking their product to the point where it's no longer usable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I honestly have no idea why YouTube would would add this feature. Did anyone want this? I'm begging. I've never seen a single person say it's a good idea. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're absolutely right. You suck, right. YouTube. You're absolutely right. All or right, on Aaron. Twitch mode.
0: It's time to get happy. It is? It's time to talk about Boat Fest. Oh, wait. Oh, well, okay, yeah. Oh, good Lord. Here we go. Okay, so many, many years ago, <laughs> I you destroyed that, yeah. You destroyed. I the want to be system. like I am in the thing. <laughs> so many years ago, we, we talked jokingly about doing our own... Retro Gaming Festival. I coined this stupid name. Okay, and you said, we should call it Boat Fest. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. And the name never died. No. And now we constantly get asked, hey, when's Boat Fest? Hey, I need to book my ticket for Boat Fest. I need to clear my calendar. They won't leave us alone. They're calling me not day and night. Well, guys, I've got good news. Boat Fest is real. And it's happening. <laughs> and it's fantastic. And <laughs> Thank you, Terry Hatcher.
1: <laughs> well done. Good tagline for Boat Fest.
0: <laughs> so... June seventeenth and eighteenth at the Holiday Inn Express (laughs) in glorious scenic Hurricane West Virginia. Oh man, it's it is a nice hall. It is. It is. Uh, We are going to host uh, our our first um, festival. You know, and and what we're going to do is we're going to bring a whole bunch of computers. We're going to bring a whole bunch of consoles. You're going to bring your pinball machine. I'm going to bring the
1: virtual pinball machine. That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: the virtual pinball machine. Uh, and we're going to have tables. We're going to have uh, we're going to have trivia. We're going to have a charity auction. Uh, we're going to have drunken karaoke. We're having a charity auction. You're having a charity auction. Yeah, I didn't know about that. We're everything is going down at Boatfest. Oh, it's a man. two day extravaganza. Uh, tickets are on sale right now. Tickets are very limited. Only 50 people can fit in the hall, so we're limited to 50 tickets. Uh, So you can book your ticket right now at boatfest.info. Within the coming weeks, we will have uh, a full schedule of events. Uh, It's going to start Friday uh, around 4 o'clock in the evening. Uh, We are going to record all of our shows live over the weekend uh, right there at Boatfest, with a live studio audience. That's going to be great. uh, Including having some feedback from people watching. Uh, Yeah. um, If you've got hot takes on the game for that week or whatever. Uh, we, there's also going to be uh, our we're gonna get we've roped Flack in to be our video producer we for did show, yep that poor sucker <laughs> and uh, there's a chance that he might even record a sprite castle there so, oh, yeah? Yeah, it might be kind of cool. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, it? yeah. So, if, you've, if you're looking for something to do in June, you want to come hang out with us, you want to carouse, you want to indulge in some revelry.
1: Oh, they'll be carousing and <laughs> indulging. That's yeah. what aren't sure. Yeah. Um, what there won't be is boredom and apathy.
0: Yeah. We would not allow it. Yeah. <laughs> if you've seen live streams of recent computer conventions and you've been left cold, you will not be left cold by Boat Fest. I guarantee that. Uh, we are going to be, it's going to be a happening, and the stream is not going to suck. We're going to get the stream going, and people well, are going to be... Man, I wish you wouldn't say that. Now that's a lot no, of pressure. Listen, man, the stream's going to be great. We're going to have lots of things for people that can't be there in person. We're going to have virtual streaming events. I think that we're going to try and work an angle where we get some virtual tickets to this event and give some people that get these tickets some some way to get involved in the action. So uh, be on the lookout for that. There's lots of things that have still kind of not been solidified yet. The only thing that is solidified is... BoatFest is real. Boat fest is going to happen. And you need to start making your plans because it's going to be awesome. I will say this. A Boat fest's location,
1: it may seem silly, almost ludicrous at the Holiday Inn convention area. But you got two things going for you. Three things. One, it's a good hall that allows all the boozing you want. Two, it's conveniently located in one of the few places around with tons of restaurants and stuff. And three... It's literally one second from the interstate. There's no travel in the back roads. Right. You get, if, if you're flying in, you go straight for the airport, it's a 15-minute, 20-minute drive. And if you're driving in, you just get off the interstate and you're there. Yeah. It's a good place to stay. The area is secure. There's no weirdness going on. Uh, there's no Mothman sightings. It's all gold. Yeah.
0: So we'll have much more to talk about as we get near to BoatFest, but this is the official, official announcement. Uh, Fest. Twenty Twenty Two, June Seventeenth and Eighteenth. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. Who to thunk it, eh?
1: Yeah. Hey, right. before we move on to the right. game, but I do want to plug this one item here. Our good buddy uh, Alan has turned me on his charity event. Mm. Uh, this is the uh, he. He talking? Um, uh, uh, Alan and his uh, compadre have put together a game called Snowed. Under snowed under, uh, and you can pick this up and it, for a charity release. All right, this is a good one here. Uh, if you will go to Chronosoft dot I'll spell that out for you, and we'll put a link in show notes. It's C R O N O S O F T dot f w s c a r t dot com. This is uh, Alan, is the fellow uh, behind the wonderful and brilliant asteroids on the ZX spectrum. Also, if you watched the last IC uh, Internet Computer Club, he was the fellow that did the little uh, graphical uh, uh, talk for the ZX. It was very... Boy, it was way out of that my the, league. It was boat. the
0: programming talk.
1: Yeah. So, the, uh, uh, you can get this now. It, it's available on the on the site. Uh, you can get it. Uh, there are various versions you can get and various prices. And the profits will be donated to the uh, charity Crisis. So, please, check out the site for details. Uh, this should be good stuff. Alan's a real good guy, good friend of the show, and uh, we would appreciate it if you would give this a whirl, uh, boat. again, it's at chronosoft.fwscart.com. You want to type that in? Yeah, chronosoft.fwscart.com. All right. Nope. Chronosoft C R O N O Oh,
0: not spelled like it should be.
1: Well, that's the way they spell it. How do you how do you normally spell Chrono? With a H. There you go, Bo. Okay. Well
0: done. So yeah, here we are. Chronosoft so, snowed under. You can pre order this now. So um and charity, Bo. Yeah, charity. Listen, tis the season, right? Right. Give right. a little something. And plus you get a goodie.
1: Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than you can feel good about yourself. And oh, by the way, just like <laughs> dealing with Frank, same thing someone's getting something they didn't have before. It's a, it's a nice thing. Bam.
0: Now, Aaron, before we move on to the game this week, yep. we have a package that has just arrived today in the mail. Oh, part. snap. O- a live how- opening? Yeah. So I stealthily, you didn't even notice me, leave, but I've returned. I thought you were
1: melting slowly. <laughs> I saw you poured some water on yourself like the Wicked Witch.
0: <laughs> so we're going to open this right now. we got, there's two cards in here. Oh. Let's see. Oh, that one's for you. Oh, I got a card okay look it's an ice skating Santa yeah me too me too so mine says to John thanks for all the amazing shows and cracking songs that Mm -hmm. means he's a true fan Mm -hmm. what does yours say mine says to Aaron
1: I'm so sorry you have to work with Boat he's a hack (laughs) a hack no I'm sorry I misread that it says to Aaron thanks for all the amazing shows and all the work you do Merry Christmas
0: can I say the name yeah,
1: Chris Folds, Chris our good Folds. buddy the Folds. That's right. Isn't that nice? What a good fellow he is.
0: All right, those now, are nice. He's included some goodies for us here. Oh man, first goodie, Cadbury tree. I'm... Oh, those are good eating. Those oh. are gonna
1: be good. But look at look at this man. Boat won't let me eat on the air, but by God, after the show, I'm gonna be sucking those down.
0: They're they're actual decorations. They aren't are gonna, gonna make it on the tree. The tree. <laughs> I wonder tree how that is gonna
1: go through my digestive <laughs> tract. That's what I'm wondering. I just eat it all. That might be
0: weird. You know, uh, Pixels at Dawn posted a picture of something called an Arctic roll today. That sounds Did you weird. See that on there? No, I didn't see it. Yeah, that. it's uh, some kind of a weird dessert, but I like oh, okay. it. Okay, all right. Oh, Here smoke. we go, there look at is. this. These are. I thought mints. that was a box of tissues for a second. <laughs> I was like, what we, We're going to start crying. <laughs> This is a uh, six mince pies filled with brandy infused mince. What meat. what is a mince pie, bud? Mince pie is uh, it's chopped up fruit very small. Is there actual meat in there? There's no. Why meat. are they called mince meat then? Well, this is this is not mince meat. Oh, this okay. is mince. This. <laughs> what is mince meat? Can you tell me that? Do you know? I think mince meat is where you take meat and you chop it up. I real see. Small. So these are minced fruits. Yeah. Is mincing a thing? Yeah, mincing is a thing you know i've heard that i've seen that yeah. yeah so uh this is it's sort of like you like fruitcake right oh man i love fruit so cake, imagine fruitcake in like fig newton form
1: oh that sounds great yeah yeah man folds knows what to get that sounds good that. don't look we at the that. health aspects though well, that's no, no good not, no. why do they put that they ruin I mean, it for everyone yeah. with that crap all right it's funny that because chris folds by the way is a super health nut so there you go. And
0: he's got some Cadbury Bourneville
1: orange. Oh, man. Oh, those are so
0: good, dude. The Cadbury
1: orange. They're mm, good mm. eating. Is that Turkish Delights? Yeah. fries
0: Turkish Delights. Oh, man. I know about this from Narnia. What? Yeah, that's. All, but what is it? <laughs> I have no idea. I thought it was meat-based. <laughs> I just assumed it was. Why do I think that? I don't know why so yeah Turkish Delight we're going to have maybe after the show today we'll do a little taste test post show where we eat
1: Turkish Delights
0: <laughs> and mince meat pie yep. without the meat
1: thank you Folds thank, thank you, you so much isn't that nice what it's a nice very guy nice. yeah
0: so we appreciate all of our fans over the holiday season please feel free to continue to send us more
1: food. I will say Fold, let's talk about Chris Folds for a minute He's been around forever, mm-hmm. and he? He's been one of our supporters and yeah. good buddies. Since 2015. I mean, forever. Mm-hmm. He's always around, omnipresent. He always is active in the chat. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying this because he loaded us up with minced meat. He's a good guy, and we appreciate you, Chris. And you, of course, you got to meet Chris live and live in living color. I did.
0: I did. We hung out at Ireland. It was great. That's
1: that's dandy. I was yeah. very jealous of that. So thank you very much, man.
0: And congratulations to Chris on his new job.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. Although we were bad mouthing his new employer, but still, <laughs> ignore that, Chris.
0: All right, Aaron. Let's
1: talk about Rubicon. Look at this boat. Remember these? Rubicon paper notes paper boat. Notes. Now let me get back into my usual stance. All right, here we go, bud. I'm ready. Thank you. (laughs) So the old Rubicon boat, uh, I'm guessing never heard of this one, have you? Never in my life. We've left the realm of knowing what we're playing, haven't we? That's long (laughs) gone at this point. Uh, Rubicon uh, boatster uh, released on the Amiga in 92, two discs, get this boat, published by 21st century, That's the Flying Dog uh, logo. Now, you may know them... Are you
0: sure that that's not a griffin?
1: Could be. But, I mean, what's the difference? Well, a griffin is a griffin. But, I mean, listen. Flying dog, flying cat, griffin. They're the same thing. And they would have the same sort of waist, is my point. That's the whole jet of You mean, like,
0: their pant size?
1: No. Moving on. So, anyway. Publisher, 21st Century. Now, you may have heard of these guys from their excellent turns on deliverance. There's a game called Deliverance. Wow. we got to play Based that on one. Based on the film. Uh, Marvin's uh, Marvelous Adventure. Remember that one? That
0: one is a platformer. I do remember that Uh
1: Moonfall. Mm-hmm. Nebulous 2, because you can't mm-hmm. get enough of Nebulous. <laughs> you may know them from all those, but you probably know them for their many, many pinball games, mm. of which are awesome. Uh, even the bad ones are good. Uh, the uh, developers of this were were either ESD E E.S. dot S dot D or Enigma, depending on who you ask. Weird, you know. And get the, here's the weird thing about these guys. So they weren't credit got two credits on the Amiga. A game called Muzzy, a game called Snared. I looked at these other games, and they look real low end. Well, so how the heck did these guys get this? I don't know. It's weird they got selected to do this. It was odd to me. I think they, sometimes games go to the lowest bidder. That's you're making that up. No. I thought that, but They didn't bid on it. These are goofs. They don't know what they're bidding. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to go through everyone that works for ESD, but I'll go just touching a couple of them. Most of the guys in here worked on a game called Dark Mirror, The Nightmare's Begun. That sounds pretty cool. A mm. couple of these guys worked on Stormlord, and then uh, the, one of the coders, Paul Hodgson, worked on something called International Open Golf Championship. we will try that one these days, yeah. Boat. And you also had a couple of Marvin's Marvel's Adventure uh, workers in here. I mean, it's just, at most of what they've done is stuff I've never heard of here. Uh, the, uh, uh, it's an ECS-OCS game, and it came, now here's the best I can tell, okay? This game started on the C64, apparently, and then got ported to the Atari saint and the Amiga, and, I, and I'm pretty sure the C64 version came first, and then the other ports came later. Now I don't know, if I looked at the Atari ST version of this, and it looked ex- almost exactly the same as the Amiga for the most part, so I'm guessing they were probably either developed at the same time, or one was ported to the other, you never know. But the, mm-hmm. I did look at the C64 version of this, it's a lot different, but it's sort of the same. I don't know if you looked at it or not. I didn't see it. I had all this stuff spelled out in beautiful living color, <laughs> uh, but uh, that's neither here or there. So. Uh, Vote. This, game, this game comes up with the big 21st century, the big logo. Mm-hmm. And then you've got this sort of Duke Nukem style, just chiseled Adonis yeah. that stands there looking like uh, Duke Nukem or Rambo. Mm-hmm. You know you're in for it. And you get this nice tune that comes up. I was, what do you think of the opening of this thing?
0: This music <clears throat> is among the best music. And I say this with a completely straight face. It's among the oh, best music I've ever heard on the Amiga. No, you should say, in your life. In my life. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, because let's boat this up fully. You got your JS box, you best. got your Beatles, it's the best and, and you got your soundtrack to Rubicon. <laughs> it's good music, though. We it don't is. want to oversell it, but it, it's, it's good. It's good.
1: The problem is, <laughs> I'm going to beat you to the punch here, the second the game starts, music gone. Yep. You get nothing, and this game desperately needs it background does. music. It does. Um. So, what I've got here, boat,
0: is the background story. For oh, did okay. you look at this? I did, but I can't wait to, re- to hear your dramatic. Now, retelling. this
1: is a short. I'm going to read this <laughs> verbatim because it's short. Okay. Okay. The Rubicon. By the way, I, I got the. Uh, I downloaded this off of uh, Lemon, and I like whoever typed this in all caps. The story, every part of this whole docs, <laughs> and that seems appropriate. It's almost like that guy <laughs> screaming it at it. It's the guy on the. That's cover, right. Yeah. He says the Rubicon story. In May 2011, oh man, an accident in, Sov- in a Soviet nuclear power plant situated on the Kuala Island caused a major disaster. Radioactivity was spread over an area of 300 square miles, with a radiation value of 123. Let's see, 1,230,000 rads. That's a lot. That's I a lot think. of rads, man. The Soviet Union and Finland were evacuated immediately. Months later, terrifying mutations in the area were discovered where radiation had spread. The only survivor tells us these creatures were beyond recognition but seemed to possess the intelligence of mankind. It is your mission to, and this is the part I don't get, I'll ask you, it's your mission to disarm the nuclear weapons before one of the mutations start using them. Good luck. We placed our trust in you, okay? First of all, I would not place my trust in this guy. Okay, number one. <laughs> number two, how is he surviving in this nuclear apocalypse? Number three, they've already nuked it. Why do we care if they set off more nukes?
0: <laughs> Boy. Does any of
1: that make sense?
0: You know, you make some real good points there, Eric. I mean, the whole place is irradiated. Yeah. Why would we go there? to stop the- Who cares at this point? They've nuked already. What? Yeah, what more would one more
1: nuke do? Which I, I, I went through this game to the fourth level, mm-hmm. okay? Which of these abominations are going to have enough cunning to set off this nuke. I want you to point them out to me. Is it the big ogre? Is it one of the mini dragons? Is it the dinosaur with the missile mounted on his face? Which guy is going to have the which has the
0: digits to do it? You know,
1: I want to know that.
0: You're, yeah. Yeah. I
1: guess if you're in a, if you're in an area that allowed this to happen... Well, this is
0: one of those thousand monkeys typing the works of Shakespeare. Is that what thing. it you is? You get enough of these monsters roaming about, one of them is going to learn how to do it.
1: I'm going to go on the assumption that in a... In a and this is not a, uh, This isn't even a knock against the former Soviet Union, okay? Because I'll give them more credit than this. But if you're in a place that allows something like this to happen, I can see where this would be the intelligence you would get back. <laughs> Listen, we got to send in a bald goof. we got to... We got, We never know when one of these freaks might set off the nuke. So that's the backstory. But what do you think of that backstory?
0: Uh, you know, it's it's not bad. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Here's the thing. It's if you, short. If you're if you're what I don't want with this game is an accompanying novella. No. <laughs> Okay. No, you don't need that for this one. No. <laughs> so you know, if you can tell me, there's nukes, there's Soviets, there's dinosaurs, there's mutants, and you've got a gun, that's uh-huh. fine. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. You got multiple guns. Yeah. So thus begins the plight of this uh, 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 unnamed goof. I don't think he's got a name.
0: I don't think so. Maybe his name's Rubicon. No. <laughs> I don't think so. It's like that Kenny Rogers. Song. Is
1: Rubicon a Russian? Is this guy Russian? We don't Ooh. even know. Ooh. Big mm. <laughs> Don't let them set off the nukes. That's the way, that's the, that's the alternative for his That yeah, Rogers didn't release. So, in this game, you play this uh, pissed off, short, bald guy, sort of like that, mm-hmm. who is hunched over. I will say, this was the, mo- low, this is the character that Amiga needs. Really, this, there's the scene, in between levels, there's just a scene of him looking pissed off and walking, and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. But, <laughs> this guy looks angry, he's bald, he's chiseled. By the way, why isn't he bald in the
0: opening game? I don't think this is the same guy. I think that guy couldn't speak, he was Maybe dumb. that's
1: the guy that's going to set off the nuke. <laughs> yeah. He could be the mutant.
0: Yeah. But you, you play this little bald guy who just runs to
1: the level with a gun and he shoots everything he can. That's the game. Right, right. You know, and now...
0: Do- you dodge obstacles, you dodge other enemies, and you shoot as much as you can.
1: What I like is, that's, I'm going to talk about the, how this game was developed. Okay, and here's the way I think they did it. So, they said to themselves, you know, every game like this has a guy running around shooting bad guys. At the end of the level, he kills an enemy. What if we made a game of nothing but end bosses? Just end bosses to beat the band. Mm. That would be cool. (laughs) And and lo, it came to pass again. (laughs) Because in this game, for the most part, you just fight end bosses over and over but the level just keeps going until you get to another end boss
0: and the level ends well what you have is you basically have what would be uh you have two or three encounters with lesser enemies yeah and then you have a like you said a mini boss and then that is basically chopped into three parts and you just back to back to back where you have the same group of two encounters three or four times and that's the end of the level yeah this game is um, a, to call it a triumph of level design would be a lie in fact it's a, it's what they do how, how long how many how many levels did you go into this oh I, I played I think I played every level up until the very last one did you get to the
1: point where you go into the water and well, you just
0: basically die I, yeah that's where I died because <laughs> yeah. I think something was wrong with the way I was cheating yeah and uh, <laughs> and I couldn't cross I couldn't swim across the, the water so I want to make a couple cuts for number one. I have played this game
1: with the uh, not die cheat on and without, okay. Mm-hmm. And both in both instances, I got to a point with the second guy on the uh, the very first level that oh, yeah, made the game it'll, stop. It'll, yeah,
0: they, they, he swoops down. That's and right. He freezes. just so yeah.
1: basically this, the it, the second bad guy you fight goes to the floor and then <laughs> the game freezes. Yeah. So this game, I would say they did not spend a lot of time. Full now it could be the WHD load. I think. I th- yeah. But it could not be. Right. So there's that. Secondly. Uh, uh, this game does have a cheat to give you endless energy or lives, which I use because this game's hard. However, I did also play it as you would normally play it, and I'll get into that. Also, the WHD load gives you the ability to use your joystick to switch le- weapons, which I'm going to talk about in a second. I didn't use it for that, and I also did not use button for jump. I played this all natural.
0: Okay.
1: I'm sure you used that button for jump. Yeah, of course I did. Um, <clears throat> the gimmick of this game, because it, basically, it's a gimmickless game. You go forward. I mean, the boss fighting, I guess, is a gimmick. But the, the big deal in this game is it's got a unique power-up system. Uh, using the function keys, you can flip through four or five different powers. And occasionally, you'll come to a point in the game where this thing drops, like it looks like a long metal tube. Mm-hmm. And what that is is the uh, an energizer to energize whatever you've got selected as the weapon. I didn't know this at first, so I kept getting it, and nothing would happen. And I got slaughtered. You have to have that weapon selected when you pick that up. Mm -hmm. Now, here's a little hint. Flamethrower. You want the napalm. It's what you want. Really? All the time. You never want to not have it.
0: I I, I played with the spread most of the time. No, the napalm.
1: The napalm, brother. Because the napalm kills everything quick. Mm. You get a generous amount of, of this energy. I was surprised. And just to make sure I didn't have some kind of cheat turned on... I played it everything all natural, and you still get a generous supply. You can go through most of the level. Yeah. Once you, oh, but you have to get to the point where you get that power. Get the upgrade. drop. So, before we go too far in, what did you think of this system for weaponry? And what did you think had to reach over and whack the
0: uh, keyboard to get the various uh, weapons to come up? I love the system of weaponry. I think it's really? cool. yeah. I think it's cool to make you choose. First of all, the game doesn't the game doesn't choose for you. You get to choose the power ups that you to yeah. use, which is great. I like choice in my gaming. Um, What I didn't like was the F system. You know, having to take your hands off the joystick, that's no good. I think that these, you know, so many of these Amiga (laughs) games, I wonder how many Amiga users had one of those sticks that had the button on the top and that left them with one hand free, maybe that was just like the default stick in Europe. Like the tri- and, the guns with the trigger things on them. Right, yeah. right. Because, I mean, if you had one of those sticks, sure, it's not so bad at all. But if you're playing with a control pad like I was, or if you're playing with a, a stick where you need two hands, it sucks to have to constantly switch your weapons. That's no good. Um, <clears throat> so what I would have done is eliminated the need to crouch in this game because it's stupid and just give you the down, and your fire button switches your weapon bank. Right. Well, I got used to it. I mean, once I
1: figured out... I mean, at first, I did what I always did, didn't read the instructions. So, I just went through with my standard gun, wonder why things didn't get upgraded and got repeatedly murdered. Mm-hmm. Because your standard gun's butt. It yeah. does nothing. Um, the, this, I, never, I don't think I've rep- ever... They said this was based on another type of game. I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen a system like this that I knowingly
0: played. Not not a weapon system like they
1: this. They mentioned it in the in in my oh review. is it Alien
0: Syndrome for the Genesis? Is or that something like Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah was some I didn't game see like a Mega Drive and I was game. Like, Wait that was a minute, what's like that? that? I never yeah. heard
1: of that. Uh, it's an unusual it's an unusual way to do it. It says here Griser. that's the game okay. they mentioned. Uh, but it's it, it works. I mean, it's okay once you figure out what you're doing. This game though. This is a listen. Graphically, it looks nice. The bad guys are big; they're well uh, drawn. The backgrounds are nice. Uh, it's fluid. The it's the the enemies are. There's a lot of enemies, but there's some also like, <laughs> and I'll tell you a good example. This game cheats a lot, and what I mean by that is, especially I got to the ice level, and I really noticed it. It will repeat the same one third level three times in a row. It's exactly the same with the exact enemy placement. Mm-hmm. Everything's the same until you get to the end boss. Right. They do I know it did that at least on three levels that I played, mm-hmm. okay? That's that's pretty cheesy. I mean, I will I mean they don't even try to hide it. No. It's exact you noticed it too, clearly. Yeah. That's that's pretty cheesy. that's lazy. Is what they so that tells me they either ran out of time or they were artificially because that's as artificially padding a game as you can make it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um so there was that. also the the, uh, uh, the hit detection is suspect. Uh, your guy's not that tall, and he can duck. And the thing is, he can still get hit by stuff that clearly misses him. Right. And that—did you notice that, yes, too? Yes, absolutely. And that drove me nuts. Listen, the game's hard enough without getting cheap non-hits.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Uh, the game also occasionally will spin through—it happens on every level—there'll be a, uh, a Psygnosis-style bunch of little dots that, or little bats that'll spin through a level— mm-hmm. And all they're there to do is hose you when you jump, right? And, and, and I, those
0: things, I those are you don't need them. You don't. I need tried, that. you know. It's I, I spent lots of time trying to kill all of those because when I when you see those, you think, oh, this is going to be like Galaga. Yeah. You shoot all of them and you get a power up. No. no. You shoot all of them, and you get nothing.
1: You get nothing. <laughs> yeah, and they're on every so, level. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of sameness in the game. I will mm-hmm. say the levels are pretty diverse. You've got, you know, you've got a cave, you've got uh, outer space, and you've got a mountain, and you've got the woods, and you've got ice, uh, you've and swamps. So that you get a good... I mean, th- this game really is the embodiment of mixed bag, isn't it? Well,
0: give me your thoughts. You know, here's what I want out of a shooter. All right. Okay, a shooter like this. I want a good power-up system, okay, right. that, that, that I like. All right, check. I want a wide variety of settings to see. I don't want every level to look the same. I want a wide variety of enemies. You know, I I don't want the same enemies reused, and I want the enemies to be colorfully drawn. I want them to be imaginative. I want them to act in, um, you know, in unique ways. Right. I'd give, you know, so so far, this game checks all those boxes. It does. I would agree, yeah. But probably the most important thing is I want the game to have a fair hit detection system. Yeah. Because in a shooter, that is everything. Because you're either shooting or you're being shot. Yeah. Those are the only two things that yeah. you have to worry about. And like you said, when you have those cheap deaths, when stuff hits you but it doesn't really hit you, that just makes you not want to play the game. Yes. And this game,
1: I played it with and without cheats, okay? And, and, you know, and the cheats, to for me to get very far into the game, like... To the fourth or fifth level, yeah, I had to use the cheats, okay? Mm. But I could actually get halfway far in the game. I could get to, like, the end of the second level without cheating, right? Mm. But it's—the uh, it's, it's the hit detection is cheap. I couldn't do it consistently because of that. And the—this is one of those games, how much fun is it? I could not—this one's close, the, but this reminds me a few months ago we went to that string where we had those games that were just on the edge of being something mm-hmm. they had something here I like the title character I like there's a little bit of almost like a uh, you remember how you played Sword of Sudan where you fought all those big bosses they were mm-hmm. all cool, and there was a lot of them mm-hmm. this is sort of like that kind of this philosophy this is very
0: similar to like this is like Sword of Sudan with a little bit extra with metal on slug. The, yeah, with Sc- me- like metal yeah. in. like yeah. the, shoved the the problem is is what you have here is you have an 8-bit play style. In like an eight-bit computer play style, not an eight-bit console play style, shoehorned in to sixteen-bit graphics.
1: It is, uh, yeah. It, it, what you're, I, this could you could see a, a crappier looking version on the NES or it, or the ZX Spectrum.
0: I mean, this would be right at home on the Spectrum. Right yeah, well, I home. don't think. I mean, obviously, Spectrum could do it graphically. Do no, it, but, but it, I mean, the play style of this game, where there really aren't any, you know, there's not very little platforming, <laughs> very little platforming. Yeah, and which yeah, and which is funny because the the control of the guy
1: is fine. Yeah, you can do it. He we could have done some
0: platforming, yeah. yeah. And what what you what you have is just running from left to right uh, on a single plane, and you're just killing things as they come yeah. through.
1: There's a little bit of
0: a shadow of the beastie yeah. feel to the enemies too. Yeah, yeah. very much that because so. they're, they're huge. Mm-hmm.
1: You can tell the guys that made this they had a they had a plan mm-hmm. to put big, bold, in boss style characters in this, and they did that. I mean, I that's the thing you can't kill the game. Because they there' some of it's done well. Yeah. And it's also it's a different sort of game than yeah. you normally would fight. It
0: is. And and I don't want to kill this
1: game. It's because... not like a conch or something where you're fighting all those little things. Right. It's cool to fight a big huge creature right. or a multi headed dragon or a or a thing that shoots a missile out of its forehead. I really
0: think if the hit detection would have been better and if they would have done a better job of not blatantly just, like, backgrounded the Flintstones, like, repeated the same things over and over again, Yeah. if they would have fixed those two things and added some in-game music, you'd really have a classic game.
1: I agree with you. Now, I just for the sake of thoroughness, so here are the weapons you get. And by the way, the reason you couldn't get across that water is because you did not have a full ver- uh, uh, a full jet pack. Oh. Okay, so okay. you've got... Here are the following things you can use as your weapons or items. Uh, and these are F1 to F7. You've got your single-shot laser. That's the one you get all the time. Now, one thing I should mention is... So you can hit, like... Let's say you're at the very beginning of the game or the level. You could hit any of these numbers. You're still going to have that single-shot laser, but you'll have the, the whatever weapon you've clicked on primed for when you get the power up because it's hard to the second you see the power up reach over hit the button and try to run over and get the power up so they, they do that's pretty innovative that mm-hmm. part so you've got the uh single shot laser then you've got the jet pack jet pack is what it says i tried all these uh the scatter gun which i think is what you were using mm-hmm. then you've got the napalm that's what i was using uh seekers which are just like heat seekers rockets and then the bolt laser these are the different things you can get um, I never used anything but the flamethrower, ever. Okay. I never... That's all... Because it kills I guess it, stuff yeah, it super just fast. Yeah, stuff down. And yeah. you can watch in this playthrough. That's what this guy's using, too. Mm-hmm. Flamethrower. And it lasts for a long time, the napalm. Right. But it's neat that it does give you a choice. It's a, You know, I thought with those choices, we might get into some, like, uh, shmup levels mm-hmm. or something, you know, because you could do that. Right. A little left-to-right shmup mm-hmm. action. I think this game... Um, if you could have made, like, a sequel to this and really put some of the ideas to to their fullest effect, you might have some. Because, I mean, clearly, the, it's funny. These guys, i made fun of them for not doing anything. But they've clearly got talent. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a, a beautiful-looking game, and it, and the sound was good. So, I mean, they had all that part done. But once again, where the Amiga falls short in this case, it's just the actual gameplay and, you know, dotting all the I's and crossing the T's boat mm-hmm. on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else to say.
0: I mean, that's that's the long and short of it. He, you know, I can't say enough because I give I give a lot of flack to um, you know to the dopey mascot characters yeah. in games like this. This guy is not dopey. No, he's, he's one of the he, better ones we've yeah, seen. Yeah, he looks good. He looks like a stone cold killer. He looks like an old marine yeah. or something. You yeah, know? I mean, I like the off. I like the fact that he's built kind of small and solid. Right, you know. Um, like and, a, like a drill sergeant, right, right. Yeah. And, and he curses when he dies. He
1: does. We can't. We don't really want to go into yeah, that. But he yeah, does. He curses uh, when he gets killed. Um, you know, I was interested to see how this reviewed. By the way, I really was. Uh, and it, I think we weren't the only people that were conflicted on this. Again, I mentioned this coming up for the ST and the C sixty four. The Amiga. The people over at Lemon gave this one a seven point one four. All right. That seems low. That's not bad. I I, I mean, all things considered. Uh, Amiga, I actually gave it a 79. Uh, Amiga Joker, not impressed. 55 on this one. Uh, Amiga Mania gave it an 80. Amiga Power, 74. CU Amiga, 69. The One gave it a 66. Average magazine rating, guess what? 71, right on the 11 score. I would place this as a... Uh, um, I can't make it—I can't give it a rating higher than average just because it's got flaws. Right. Uh, But it could have done much, much better than it did. Uh, Two things I wanted to mention. Uh, One, I believe this shipped with a poster. All right? There's an opening scene in this, by the way, that's a real cool digitized picture of the box. I would wager that's what the poster was, but Mm -hmm. I didn't see anybody talking about the poster. But the poster got like a beholder on it. It's like, cool it's looking. Like it's got a like dude yeah. eating a skeleton. <laughs> you know, I mean it does. It does. Uh, and so I like that. Uh, I think this game was. Uh, I'm assuming this. The guys that worked on this were Finnish. Hmm. Uh. Uh. That's just. But, but I mean, I don't. I just think they were. Mm-hmm. Uh. And the. Uh, uh. I looked this up on eBay, and the eBay price on this was none. I couldn't find any that had sold or any that were for sale. The only thing I found were people selling the actual discs, and the discs were expensive, between forty and sixty bucks. So they were they were up out there shopping trying right. to get some action. Right. But I looked up the ST versions of this, and they were there. I did find some box copies. those those are sold for pretty good money. Uh, one last thing: I looked this up on the C sixty four, and I noticed in the instructions that some of the things you do in the game were only valid on the sixty four. And it looks like the C sixty four version of this was pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks it doesn't it's not as good looking, but it looks a lot more involved. And so something tells me this is what I'm at to play in stream sometime. This may have, this may be one of those games where you have a better time on the C sixty four than you do on the Amiga mm-hmm. because it like I say it's a, it's a different looking game, but it's it still it looks it looks pretty nice. It's made by a whole different outfit. You know, uh, there you go. Boat just brought brought it up there uh uh it's got if you look there boat it's got the nice scrolling backgrounds and it all something else i noticed that the uh cc performance has music all throughout yeah
0: which is ridiculous what are we doing right well it's you know it's 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 that it's but that. we know the amiga can do it that's right. what irritates me right it, it's 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 that weird amiga thing and how, this is
1: 92 yeah you know yeah. so it's funny of well, all the good things they did that would have went a long way in this game. To, I mean, Because that music is so good. They could have just played the opening tune through some of
0: the levels. Right. I, would have, I would have been okay with that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, did we get any Discord action on this thing? We did. We got some Discord action on this. Let me, uh, we'll just keep on letting this uh, C64 version play a little bit. Um, so our first review comes in from Barkbit. He says, a good-looking run-and-gun with some problems, namely up for jump, no in-game music, and weapon select on the keyboard. You're controlling a muscular grunt that can take on any kind of freaks that appear, but what ends up killing you in the end is often annoying swarms of tiny fireballs. Uh, Finally, the backstory is absolutely ridiculous. You're (laughs) you're clearing out mutants that are a possible threat because they might get their (laughs) hands on nuclear weapons. So what are these mutants? People? Aliens? No. Dinosaurs. That evolved through radiation within a couple of months. Yeah. Three out of ten. And burial. (laughs) Deckard Threepwood. Oh, Deckard. Welcome back. He writes, I was taken back when I fired this one up earlier tonight. Passed me by back in the day on the Amiga's heyday, but not heard much about it since. Awesome pixel art at the title screen and during the game. Title game music is decent. It's a shame there's no in-game music. Music can really help keep me captivated when playing games, particularly shooters. Gameplay is good. Short sections of baddies, followed by a number of mini-bosses. I didn't get past level two, but will definitely add to my list of games to revisit to try and complete. Seven seven bouncing skulls out of ten. I like it. And then he says, check out this tremendous picture ripped from the load-up yeah, screen. Yeah, that's so it. So you, you can uh, check that out on the, uh, oh, the dude eating his skull. That's not a dude. That's a weird thing. That's a thing eating a skeleton. Yeah. Uh, Rubicon review by Pajaco6502. He says, a new game for me that looked like it might be a metal slug for my Amiga. Sadly, it isn't. It's an average run-and-gun game. Gatherics look great, and the controls are pretty responsive, but the gameplay experience is messy. And because of the imprecise nature of firing when jumping, you'll be taking damage yeah. and not hitting enemies that's a lot. That's a good point, one mm-hmm. yeah. Especially when you're fighting those bosses that you have to hit up and high. You, or you got to hit them right in the eye. That's or a, whatever, whatever. That's a yeah. real pain in the butt. That's yeah. a good point, Pajaco. The weapons upgrade system is an interesting idea. Planning ahead and powering up certain weapons requires a little strategy. But most of the time, you're mashing the fire button for dear life, so any strategy element is somewhat lost. Audio is very stock Amiga sound effects, and the lack of music in-game is really felt on this one. Not a keeper for me, 5 out of 10. He says he also checked out the C64 version. It's quite different, and in his opinion, a much better game. Ah, perfect timing on that. There you go. Thank you, Bajaco. All right, well, that's going to do it for uh, the uh, Rubicon, Aaron. That one makes me sad. Yeah. Really, that's one they were—they had something. Mm. They didn't quite get there, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, what we should do next is we should uh, take a look here at the old uh, Patreon list because we have a new uh, supporter this week, Aaron. Mm. We want to welcome Albert Kemp. To the fold. Welcome in, Al. Welcome, Albert. It's unfortunate that I did Uncle Albert just a couple weeks ago on the old Patreon song, so I'm, I can't do that again. Well, I guess That I you did do that? Yeah. Use his name in the chorus. Go ahead. Albert Kemp. That... Move along. We're sorry, Albert. Please don't leave because of that. So, um, you know, I had a we we had a Patreon song queued up and ready to go. I guess we should talk about the, the what should have happened this evening, Aaron. What should have happened? Yeah, we this were evening. going to shoot in my newly minted arcade studio with a high
1: definition camera, everything ready to go. I worked feverishly this week to prepare the show, and my internet was down. Right as Boat showed up, it went down and never came back up. So Boat was like, "Well." Let's go to my house. And so we did. And so here we are. That was the amount of planning involved. So all the hours I spent, worthless. Yeah. And then Boats spent a frantic 30 minutes <laughs> going looking around here like a maniac trying to get this thing ready. So good on you,
0: Boat. Well, you know, uh, the good news is that next week, hopefully, we'll be in the arcade oh, and, uh, and all will be well. So it's time for the Patreon Song Challenge, Aaron. Now, uh, last week, it was week number two of Paul McCartney. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, maybe I didn't do... I'm sure I've done Al, Uncle Albert at some point in the past. but I, I didn't guess, remember it. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I should <laughs> do it this week. <laughs> it's too late now. You told him what it was. It'll never be too weak. Uh, but I did Let Him In, um, which is uh, a Paul McCartney song and band on the run. Flack got both of them. He got both. Of, he was the only one that got both tunes Listen, in the the mega medley. If you're, don't do anything of his outside of the Beatles. I actually did uh, Band on the Run backwards because I started singing the third part of it because you know it's a multi movement work because I couldn't remember how the beginning started. How did Flack get that? And then I slowly worked my way back to the beginning. That's uh, Buck Owens also got it. Jigglebox, Daniel Williams, and Hermski. Now wait a minute here. Hold on a second before you keep going. So you screwed
1: up the song, and you kind of brought it back. I brought it back. So you're some kind of avant-garde artist, not like a, an avant-garde cover artist. Nobody circles the wagon. You're the Lori Anderson of cover <laughs> tunes. Is that what we're going to You need more hair for that pull trick. Is that
0: that comedian that had like the cartoon? No, she was
1: an avant-garde mu- rock musician of the, oh. that was kind of popular. Was in she 80s. in with
0: Debbie Harrison and all them? Debbie Harry, and no. Mm. Debbie Harry's not an experimental rock musician. Um, so if help you help me, somebody we've got a uh, we've got a new Patreon song here, Aaron. you're gonna go ahead and go for We're it. We're gonna go. I can't not do it. You I mean, told me before the ARG show you're presents. like, listen, the Patreon song's out. You told me. No, but no. But now no. you're feeling the flow because you again. and Brent didn't do a song last week. By the way, thank you for uh, for doing the show without me last week. Oh I appreciate yeah, that. it went over great too with that uh, the incredibly popular game. <laughs> To holy pay. smokes that's gotta be one of our all-time great shows i enjoyed it i enjoyed *Dinosaurus*, and i thought it was how crazy is it that every episode that brent's on is a dinosaur yeah, game? yeah. well that's because he's an old immobile dinosaur <laughs> we do wish brent all the best after his uh his fall this week we i told him if the show didn't soon. go well on sunday i was gonna come over and punch him in the leg so if you know this week's patreon song send me an email at john at amigos dot oh, if you are watching uh, on live on the stream, uh, don't write it in the chat. Uh, send me an email instead. It's a nonchalant the way you said that.
1: <laughs> I'm not I don't have any more there's no more tequila in my cup, so I'm going to know. go. Oh man.
0: So here we go. Albert Camp. We like we what? We like Mr. Chip, Peter Price, Herbie Wonderly. Ches, Mark Richardson, David Hearn, Chris Edwards, Ram, okay, Ramo K, Rommel, K Raven Terrace, June Carlos, and Matt. The Mobius, The Phantom Magnus, Seth F. Yates, Alistair Fiend, Christian Bristle, David T,
2: George Rosansky, The Amiga Show, Daniel Crabtree, Super the King, Tizzy Loomis, William Venture Scar, Heavy Systems, Inc. Bundy, Frag, Lord Mark Byland, Olaf Hope, Herbski, Alien, Breeder, Dave, Velociraptor, Cowboy Boy. Lane Denson, Daniel Williams, Lugo Katzen, John Cook, Bomb the Base, Frodo Winow, Solin Sazer, Tech Mage and Miss Cola, Bernard Lucas, Jerry Dennington's Old Globe. Reflection. How was that? Simon, cap Cap'n Crispy, kill Bites and Caffeine, Gary, Heather, Free Lunch, Kate Fox, David, Pickford, Cameron, Armstrong. Andy Jones, Lobster Minader, Ten Minute Amiga, Retrocast, Bernard Quinn, RMC, Tim Drew, Joseph Harrison, Kyle, Ed, Rob, O'Hara, Matthew, Larry Moore, Andy Craig, Sean Zobart, Ben Roland Burke, Andrew Monks, Joe the Zombie, Leave Killah, that look about Checote, Lever Low, John Marshall, Matthew Perron, Ricky DeRocher, Creepy Dead Boy, Figgy CTZ, The Slow Norris, Stephen on Martinson, Edwin Helen Christopher Hassel, Ravi Abbott, Chris Foles Lauren Giroux Grand Beb Key Adam Battersby O'Brien's Retro and Vintage Gary Hooker Paul Boss Man Harrington Duncan Styles Tail from the Crip Josh Nan. Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, THT, Eric Nelson, Kim, Tommy, Homerstadt, Daniel Bingston, Brutal Barracuda, Derek Coles, Jason Warnes, Pixels and Ton, and Kjell Bjorn Barman.
0: It stinks. Thank you. So, if you know that song, that makes one of us. Uh, send me an email at johnandamigospodcast.com and uh we'll see what happens (laughs) Man, if you know that song time to get your hearing checked good lord (laughs) so aaron uh of course we can't leave without talking about the fine folks that support us on twitch as well you know we stream the show every friday at five o'clock on twitch.tv slash amigos retro gaming except for this week well this week we started a little bit late a little bit late (laughs) um and we'd like to thank the following twitch subscribers Uh, I've got to make this this (laughs) ultra-mega-huge.
1: No kidding. You're worse than me. You want my glasses?
0: I I need them. Scumboy, Brent31909, Real Retro Dude, Wing Chun Wolf, HSEI Ken. Did we mention that HSI did the poster for Boat Fest, did all the graphics and stuff? HSI did all that. He is the graphic artist behind the Boat Fest image and likeness. Why don't we call him Hsanken? He's awesome. He's the man. Uh, Great Al G., Jigglebox, The Mr. Chip, The Mr. Chip, Aaron, Rob O'Hara, Negsol, Buck Owens, Happy Coding, ZX, Barkbit, The Retro Hour, Kronos Net, Rule of Thirds, MyKeyA3000, Anthony Roberts, Mitsuyama, Picard 2010, Robin Wendell, RetroRewind.ca, French Dona, Blow mm-hmm. Jellyfish, OROM, Z9K9, Scene TV, Eeyore 4077, Paul Kitching, Kedian, Canadian Retro Things. I am Chris Foles. Ooh. Still adolescing. Macintosh Librarian. Gary Heather. Blue Train. Captain Chaos DK. Octums. Butterberg. The retroist, Aaron. The retroist. Oh man. Dah crabs mtg i'm sporting one of his shirts this evening you yeah i that? saw that it's fantastic. i was logo, when huh? you
1: came over and you had that on very nice
0: back to 8-bit with hermski Take. oh he's crazy frodo nl yeah. Hamo one aaron yeah. rmc retro yes R typer blue <laughs> is my car <laughs> these names are getting whacked edmund right
2: helland
1: and cubits yes that's some good stuff in there yeah
0: wow that's great that's yeah. a great great list of fine folks yeah so we thank you guys so much for uh supporting us on twitch for subscribing and all that stuff yeah and that's beauty now aaron before we go are, are you going to be doing any streaming this evening if well
1: if I, i'm going to get my kite string and my tin cup out <laughs> i went, i had planned a uh a sixty-eight thousand in the honor of our good buddy sanction mm. if you listen to the pixel gaden oh. crew uh, so our buddy over there just got himself a straight up sharp 68 x68000 computer boat. Yeah. And I thought to myself, these guys were going off on this. I was like, man, that's a good pickup. I thought I'll play some 6800 games. So if I manage to get the internet back up, I'll be back around with my usual eight
0: thirty horror spectacular and the 9 o'clock show. But we'll see. If not, what can you do? Eh. Now, Aaron, Barkbit wins the prize because barbit forgot to remind he reminded me that we've not done our community updates section well oh, i just figured you knew what you were doing no i have no idea what i'm doing no. never assume that so aaron you're in charge of this why don't you, where do you want to start with this bad well, let's boy? start at the beginning there the thanks for getting marathon part oh, one now man. this
1: uh, happened last friday before the show but we've uploaded the first part uh that this was listen i don't give the Brent much credit. And I won't give him any credit now. This was all me. <laughs> no, it was a, we had a good time. Things went pretty much without a hitch, Bo, except for a couple of games that would load, but you know how that goes. Listen, the the Mr. <laughs> did exactly what we thought it would. Yeah. Be awesome. Yeah, and the uh I had a great, boy, I had so much fun. It went so fast.
0: Yeah. I couldn't believe how fast it went. It was my 10th anniversary, and I watched 90% of the stream. It was creepy to know
1: that you were having your 10th anniversary dinner and stuff, and you kept saying, like, this is great. I'm like, Boat, why aren't you looking at your wife? (laughs) I couldn't tear my eyes away from (laughs) you. Look at it. (laughs) I know, I know. It is riveting. Uh, we put a. We put, I will say we put we put a lot of work into this stuff. We I know, know you that. do, man. And uh, we, it was uh, it's satisfying. We just have a we had a fun time. I like. Believe it or not, I even enjoyed hanging out with the Brent. It was a good time. Uh, so uh, the whole the whole thanks for getting marathon. If you missed it, or you want to catch some of it. It's up on Twitch, but we're gonna break it up into eight sections and post them one at a time uh, on uh, YouTube. But over the period of the next six months, probably. So, <laughs> but the first one's up now. So we had a good time boat I, and i appreciate everybody for uh showing up this was actually one of our the biggest events we ever had on yeah Twitch. yeah it was and huge so that it was, was that was very it was gratifying but i appreciate everybody now
0: aaron in this oh, man i'm taking over i'm sorry no go ahead you're I, the man i was so excited to talk about it. in this next installment of ask the amigos our next video we asked that. we asked the immortal question can game consoles be haunted <laughs> That's I'll, I always wonder how you pick these, your tagline uh, that, that should be on conversations <laughs>
1: with the dark side. It should be. Uh, it should be. Look at
0: us. We look awesome.
1: We're in, <laughs> yeah, we're in like a theater. Yeah. Uh, um, the uh, the I had a good time on that just because we got to hang out, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's back when the arcade studio was working <laughs> and the internet was working. way back
0: in the day. Last but week. but we
1: had a good time, it was a surprise as mm-hmm. usual because you never tell me nothing, but we had a good time. If you wanted to hear two dipsticks talk about crap, then check, check us out. <laughs> check it was it fun, back. all right. What's coming up next, Aaron? This was a uh Friday night disaster stream yes. from yours truly, and I thought we had so much fun. A couple weeks ago, playing stuff on the uh, PC Engine CD, that we would try some Mega CD mm-hmm. titles, aka the old uh, Saturn CD, excuse me, the Sega CD, the Genesis CD. We played some winners, boat. We played some losers. <laughs> it just happened to beam right in on a loser uh, here, boat. I can't remember what the name of this game was. Well, I but know I the name it. of it. It's called It Took Forever to Start. <laughs> yeah. So it's like an I thought I was
0: playing one of these JRPGs. It was a full anime episode before this thing the went The Japanese must
1: so. have a lot of time yeah. on their hands. They it's must. Something I can figure because they got time to set to these openings that you can't skip. Yeah. And then this is what I was rewarded with <laughs> a chick in a bunny suit, sitting on the back of a green freak. Shooting people in balloons and other crap. That sounds Weird. pretty good. I'm not going to lie Look, at what, what is the, what's up with that? <laughs> Baby
0: Buddha on a four-wheeler with a raccoon <laughs> on the back? That's a great thing to say when you're upset. Baby Buddha on a four-wheeler. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going
1: to replace Holy Smokes. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, we had a good time, but the people in the chat room gave me some good tips, and uh, we, had a, we had a lot of fun uh, on this one. So there you go. If you want to watch some mega-CD action, check it out. We got a uh, sprite castle, Aaron. Sprite oh, castle. I caught I uh, caught some of this one. I didn't get to catch all of this one, but it was good. Uh, and this one was this was Flack playing all the monster fighting games on the c64 i did catch a good chunk of this because i remember there were like a couple rampages where amongst the yeah uh...
0: now this is no this is actually this is the episode of sprite castle where he talks about the movie monster oh game. this is okay i was confused with the live play i've got to hear this one yet have I, li- this? I have listened to this and this apparently, Ooh, Godzilla. except for the uh, the kind of uh, long disc swap and disc loading times, this game seems kind of cool. <laughs> you basically get to pick a monster and yeah. you get to go wreck wreck house. I saw so. him play this on the stream and I thought to myself, this looks outstanding. Yeah, like this yeah. is what I want. Pick a monster, wreck crap. I love the fact that there's a there's a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man clone called yeah. Mister Meringue. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best. Oh, <laughs> well, your
1: opinion on lemon meringue pie? Like it, correct answer. Like it. Yeah. Correct answer, yeah. bro. Those are hard
0: to get these days. They are. You know what's
1: don't... going on? And forget about coconut cream. No. That's right out. You know and what? I love you, know, those. you
0: know what? You always get instead. You get some kind of peanut butter. I pie, like that stuff, but I mean, or you get the Oreo pie, and
1: oh, that's a cop out, right? People, there. That's people a, don't go a, with the classics. That's a cop anymore. out pie. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, Aaron. Speaking of flag, oh man, he's back. Oh, listen,
1: I don't mark out too often on the show. You mark out all the time. Well, I'm going to mark out hard for this. It's almost like. Jack Flack was like, "What would Aaron want to see on the on the Sprite Castle plays?" And and here it is. I'm gonna say, "Lo, it came to pass for the third time tonight." I'm gonna beat that <laughs> into the ground. This was all ninja and fighting games, and what's the best is intermingled in this are cheesy '70s and '80s kung fu trailers. These were the best. Some of them I've seen, some of them I haven't seen, but they're all good. Joe Lewis, you know he's good. He's whooping a bunch of hinds. Oh. Up. I love this guy, George. This is another guy, Richard Norton. He did this thing in a lot of movies. He had one line. He'd go, he'd whack a guy, and he'd go, he's Australian. He'd go, painful. <laughs> that, and he, I bet he said that in five movies. It'd be his line, painful. But yeah, these are all good. This movie here, if you ever saw Fistful of Yen, Man. this is basically the exact same film. I need like, to watch a all real these. Version. I love these. Yeah, yeah. Force this is five. great. Yeah. So anyway, this is a. Mu- if you're into the flack, even if you're not if you're into kung fu if you're into just being a cool guy watch what the cool guys watch go check that out the the sprite castle plays with all the fighting
0: games oh it was good boats so good well speaking of cool guys let's talk about a real cool guy yes <laughs> look at that <laughs> frodo is back game starring mickey mouse have you played a lot of mickey mouse games Aaron? I,
1: we did play the donald duck one. i remember yeah that? On the, yeah coco
0: educainment Oh, yeah, we did that twice. Did we do yeah, it twice? I think we, you just did it once on Air. Yeah, ART. I did it once. Yeah. On, yeah.
1: But uh, I have played, I've played a Mickey Mouse game. I've played Donald Duck game. What are those, uh, the big popular Sega Mickey Mouse games. Oh, like right Castle of, of Illusion. That's stuff right. Like that. i played yeah. that. You know, I've played some uh, Aladdin. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, remember Lion King? We hit that big fight because you so were I, I, I think
0: we're confusing Mickey Mouse and Disney at this point.
1: Well, I mean, but, I, mean I thought I was played a bunch. Oh, it's just Mickey Mouse. Right. My bad. I thought it was a bunch of Disney games. Listen, I haven't played a ton of Mickey Mouse games, but I mean, the ones I've played I like. What's that game he's in where it's like an RPG version of the game? Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah,
0: boy, that's dumb. <laughs> that I dumb. can't believe you don't like an RPG. <laughs> so, but I mean, that it gives the these
1: guys personality and like feelings. Like you're <laughs> sympathizing with Goofy. Listen, he's Goofy. You don't
0: sympathize with Goofy? Not a
1: bit. He gets himself in these stupid situations. Don't chew gum and eat a sandwich while you're driving a car and try to play piano. Whatever you're doing, you idiot.
0: No, I don't sympathize with him. So but you, yes. can wa- you can watch. You can watch about five hours of Frodo playing. And I—that's I, medication. That's, that, 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 that's the truth. Five hours. Frodo <laughs> is
1: in for the long haul. He
0: is. He is. Frodo's.
1: You know what I like about Frodo's videos? I do this all the time. If I've got like to write something or do something. Stick Frodo on the other... When I, remember when I used to have another TV that was mm, up there? Yeah. I'd put Frodo on the TV, and then I could do my work. That's all over now, because my TV died. I got nothing. You didn't get
0: a Black Friday deal on the old TV.
1: You know, I didn't get nothing. Mm. I don't have nothing. Mm. I don't want nothing. I'll just listen to nothing while I type my
0: stuff. Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we end <laughs> nothing. it. Nothing! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Aaron, next week, I'm going to give you something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> to sound like what is going? <laughs> um, we're gonna, be, we're gonna be. What, what better sport to play in the cold December evenings than a rousing game of baseball? <laughs> sure. We are gonna be playing Hardball Two, Aaron. Oh. Hardball Two. Wait a minute. Hold on a second here. Didn't we play Hardball One already? We played Hardball One about twenty-seven hard years ago. Hardball Two is on the Amiga. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, sounds uh, good. Yeah. We want to thank the Amigos Game Selection Committee for choosing that for us. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Is it? I could be wrong here, but because I, I don't follow the sport, but is it baseball now a strike? Uh yes, they are officially <laughs> locked out. So,
1: <laughs> if you need your baseball fix, because you're a big baseball fan, I am. Right? I like baseball we a lot. We will have to play some off. We'll have to play some
0: recorded hardball and then just put it up like a game. Right, right. We should. That will be should. fun. Well, we could probably sell it to ESPN. They've got nothing else to put on at this time of year. So <laughs> yeah, I don't want those geeks commentating on it. Those guys suck. <laughs> no, 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 good. Screw you, Kirk ESPN. Yeah, Man. I hate all his goose. All right, guys, thank you as always for watching. We will see you next time. Until then, adios. adios.